time that one of you guys leaves, I'm gonna ask you a question, and you're gonna, and your silence is going to be the affirmative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it should like, be. Paco, dead silence be really is the best James Wan, right? Like, just let me, just nod at me, and don't say anything on mic. <laughs> God damn it! Like right, he's not. Right. Oh, he's eating. He's eating. He can't yeah, speak eating, right now, but he's, but he's, he's absolutely agreeing that dead silence is better than uh, yeah. malignant. Oh gosh. It's... <laughs> Dawn of the Dead. Okay, it might I be. agree. Yeah. Um, I feel like I like Malignant more than Dead Silence, but I don't know. Damn. I'm still on the fence, honestly. Yeah, I'm still kind of on the fence. I am too. Like the Guns. end. Okay, the end is I enjoy that quite a bit, and that kind of steps it up a little bit. But Dead Silence and and Malignant, I feel like, are just so fucking neck and neck on how terrible and campy. They're even almost shot mm-hmm. the same exact. Well, no, wait. I take that back. Malignant I, is a hell of a lot more. I, well, I will say Pirates. that uh, I do. I sincerely love uh, Donnie Wahlberg's kind of lazy ass performance in Dead oh, Silence. Oh, it's great. I was gonna but say which, somehow. Mm-hmm. Which one uh, yells as he's falling and gets killed Donnie. by the fucking? That's, that's Donnie. It's just <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like that's and then dead, <laughs> that Dead Silence part is it makes the whole movie for me and the like you're a dummy look at this montage reveal of how well, he's just you always he's always shaving <laughs> his face like yeah dude he's got that weird like razor, you Bill classic Duke? like weird razor thing that they yeah had from like 1982 yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh speaking okay. of fuzz all right shaving. speaking of fuzz paco do you want to do our intro i sure do <clears throat> Oh, uh, shit, I don't know how to put my new phone on silent. Uh, I'm just going to put it further away from me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only like $700 or something, I don't know. I didn't pay for it. Jerley <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, <clears throat> would be really mad if she heard me say that. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Vulgar Tours, where we examine the filmographies of genre filmmakers. This week, we are continuing our series on the films of Edgar Wright with his second feature, Hot Fuzz. I'm Paco. I'm Evan. I'm Terry. And I'm Jason. The Dead Silence crew. (laughs) Just enough time in between. I wasn't sure if you were frozen there, Jason. I, I thought you were frozen. I'm, yeah. I'm just obnoxious, honestly. Like, I'm going to derail this hot fuzz talk into talking malignant. So I know you clicked on this, dear listener, but because we have Evan here, we're doing malignant again. So anyway, this week, malignant. Evan, thoughts? No. God kidding. damn it. I'm, I'm kidding. Part two. So, um, uh... God damn it. Sorry. It's way to derail us I'm, right I'm right out the gate. <laughs> I, I fucked it. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I feel like we've all watched this movie in the past, and probably what all of us except for Terry have seen it at least more than like twice in the past. Yeah, I remember yeah. this in high school. Like, I remember like mm-hmm. vividly seeking it out after my love of Shaun of the Dead. And oh my gosh, they're doing kind of something similar with action movies. Dot dot dot. Fuck yeah, I'm yeah. there. And it's kind of similar in its own little horror vibe too, just because of its like, <laughs> like especially the scene where 
um mess like tim messenger gets like his head squished by that yeah uh oh that mm. falling piece like it's, it's so a brutal like the gloves the mysterious deaths and murder mystery and investigation and stuff like this yeah. literally is more of a giallo movie than malignant yeah <laughs> it, it definitely has a lot of that uh the after dna <laughs> and yeah. i i kept thinking of the wicker man yeah. Uh, oh, totally. Because uh, he's, he's a cop totally. that comes it, to like the, the like a small village small thing. Village. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole thing mm-hmm. out to be Chinatown. I got it's some totally shades of Chinatown. And, well, because uh, he says, <laughs> "Forget it, <yeah>. Nicholas. <laughs> it's Stanford. <Yeah>. It's Stanford." <laughs> uh, Terry, but, what were uh, you? Go- oh, sorry, Jay. Paco, go on. Uh, I was just gonna say, uh, Jay. I know uh, you mentioned the Jallo thing, and apparently. Last night in Soho, the reviews coming out of TIFF uh, suggest that it is essentially a feature-length, like, giallo riff. So... Interesting. Uh, oh, interesting. I think I've heard some we're sort things. of starting... Yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't like Baby Driver, too, but a lot of those people like Scott Pilgrim, so, uh, nah. spoiler <laughs> alerts, they're That's dumb. what they were expecting. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I'm definitely curious... I'm yeah. I'm withholding judgment till I see it, but I'm excited. Yeah, Terry, what were your and, initial uh, thoughts of Hot Fuzz? Like initial or like uh, not like, like the first my... time you watch it, but like now after it's been a while since you've seen it. Well, it's I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember yeah. not caring for it that much when I watched it the first time, it, and not so much that it was a bad film, just that like. Uh, it didn't pop for me until like the last like chunk, which is supposed to be like you know the whole the whole, uh, climax and everything. Uh, this time, it has a lot more charm. Like there's a number of just really goofy moments, like things that didn't click for me until even part or, like uh, part way through the movie. How uh, mm-hmm. uh, everyone says London, like they say it in a funny way yeah. because they're like in the countryside. Like, yeah, it yeah. just it's like there's little tiny things uh, that that really work, and then of course. Like showing the scene from Bad Boys and then doing the scene, like it's it's so that was cheesy. some meta shit because it's never Bad Boys so too. Yeah, and and there's yeah. a, there's moments like that in Sean, but the ones in this one are so much cheekier. Like Wright isn't even uh, like kind of you know he, he's flaunting it more than no, he he's did not Sean. Yeah, yeah, because they not watched like that. The I don't know how exactly true this is, but it is said that they like him and simon Pegg watched like a hundred action movies just to mm-hmm. get the feel of your traditional because apparently as, as they were saying it's like they don't have very many uk cop movies and you know for good reason but um like so they wanted to make they still wanted to make a comedy but they wanted to make like a a true to heart sort of like classic buddy cop action Tony Scott, you know, Michael Bay sort of style action film for the UK audience. Yeah. And but, but you know, British. as a comedy <laughs> set it in yeah, make it very British and set it in not the city. Like Yeah. And it's like you can't have a Riggs and Murtaugh here because that's so weirdly American. Like that's Americana. Uh versus I mean, dude, you totally can. You could have a Riggs and a Murtaugh anyway. Yeah. You just need sure. a crazy guy and an old guy. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the Riggs and Murtaugh <laughs> live in your heart, Jason. Yeah, I think it is harder to make British crime exciting uh, because I just don't think of British 
cops getting into gunfights and shit like yeah. we do here you know like and, and i mean i think that's either i think that's yeah. part of the the brilliance of the movie though is that like to to make something out of nothing that the britain isn't the same like place and to have those expectations except that like also in britain there is like a seedy underbelly yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, to yeah. Having, having watched the small axe stuff <laughs> gives me uh, well, no, but, but I think it's like a, it's that. a bit of a commentary on like uh, British culture and society. I think as well. Oh well, yeah, well, absolutely. The, the idea, the idea too, that there's uh, no, like the fetishization of the weapons at the end in that Terminator Two type way at the guy's house yeah. where they're getting like the mm-hmm. the, uh, the sea uh, mine and stuff like that, like it hits harder in the second half of the movie when they get all that shit out because it's like you don't really see that in a lot of uk movies is like these type of over-the-top uh like gunfights that are stylized in the way that edgar wright and his crew made this movie like they they're really relishing each beat and each like point break all these like references Mm -hmm. uh like they're doing a great uh they're not ripping off any of those things just like visually maybe like there's subtle hints but it doesn't seem as on the nose as like Shaun of the dead with some of those ones but maybe i'm just crazy no i think it's i think especially in this film there's a lot of homage and there was something that i was thinking about when i was watching the movie too is i was like am i giving this movie a lot of leeway for essentially just being like it's it's really 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 drawing a lot of what it does from previous action films almost so to a point where it's like almost every scene is an homage to some other movie or something like that but i'm giving it leeway because this it's it's supposed to be a parody like the difference between somebody who's Mm. making a serious action film and all they're really doing Mm -hmm. is is completely ripping off of some other stuff while in this case i feel like they're doing it for fun and it's yeah i don't know i feel like either way it works because i mean that's basically what kill bill is and that's true it's still a fucking great movie it's yeah it's less the idea of like ripping things off and making a pastiche collage of all these different uh cliches from earlier films uh and it's more in the execution of it and the thing that's great about hot fuzz is it's I think both a really funny movie and a really great action movie. Yeah, it's fucking like, on point. I, it's just a fucking blast. Yeah, and it's um, shot so well. Or at least, I don't know, I, mm-hmm. I was curious what you guys thought about how they actually shot action scenes and stuff like that in this movie. I kept wondering how they stretched their budget as far as they did yeah. because it looks like a much more expensive movie than it totally. is. It, and, it really does. Yeah. Um, they do a really good job of like recreating the feel of particularly like the aughts era Tony Scott. Yeah, uh, totally. And some of that Michael Bay, you know, just like the quick action the style editing. Yeah. 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 And in the commentary, they talk about being influenced by Aronofsky as well, which you can see in some mm. of that too. Oh, yeah. Um, I can see that. Like, there's definitely also, like, all that exposure, like, footage they do, the weird stuff that you mm -hmm. see in, like, Tony Scott films and whatnot. It also embraces, like, in Shaun of the Dead, they would do these, like, tedious tasks of, like, going pee, brushing your teeth, putting on your name tag. And then in this movie, there's more of those type of quick secession cuts and things. Like, his way to Sanford is 
gorgeous. Like oh, I, I it was that. boggling my mind how much coverage there was of like so many different shots so, like edited together in five seconds and you're like holy yeah. shit like they put so much time and effort into like the visual storytelling of this um mm-hmm. i don't want to rip off blank check but i feel like this was kind of the blank check movie where after Shaun of the dead um was a success it it, it feels this feels more like uh, them going over the top and reaching for stuff that uh, was for I don't know if it's more broad than Shaun of the Dead but like it, it just it's just kind of they were able to do so much yeah you're right like with their budget it's it's pretty it insane. feels like a much more mature film uh, for just being like a second feature yeah like well, I was reading like after of- Shaun of the Dead was so popular like they the studios were very impressed with what they had done with Shaun of the Dead and kind of like again to shout out a great podcast but this kind of in a way Which was one? a blank check movie <laughs> for Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg to just like kind of do what they wanted to do and it was like Shaun of the Dead was so fucking popular that like so many of the actors in this movies were such fa- like big name actors like Jim Broadbent Timothy Dalton mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett they wanted to be in Olivia Edgar Wright's Coleman. next movie because Ooh. and well well I don't know she how, wasn't big she wasn't at the time I oh don't sorry think. but uh, that yeah. blew my mind because I didn't remember her at all and I was like holy shit like I oh, love yeah. her so I always she is now. think oh, of yeah. her as uh, the woman from Peep Show and um, Ooh, that's funny uh, it's that. just it's definitely worth a watch uh, I am kind of okay. surprised Mitchell and Webb didn't show up in this movie anywhere because it feels like they got everyone in British comedy to uh, yeah. Where was Rowan Atkinson? make an appearance? Like, yeah, like, where was Rowan? He's the <laughs> only <laughs> one, least a small part. And like Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. is nowhere, you know, doing whatever. You know, fine with me. Let's count our blessings there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, before we uh, move on, real quick, I kind of, if I may, fellas, uh, I wrote up a little synopsis for the movie for our listeners. I mean, granted, listeners, this is a huge spoiler alert, but as just to kind of get the get the uh, the the ball rolling on where we're coming from with the story in particular, I wrote up a little synopsis. If uh, it'd be cool if I can just kind of go through that, and then we can continue talking about what that synopsis, what the movie's about, and stuff like that. Game. Let's do it. Okay. On. <laughs> okay. So okay. So the movie. Okay. So Simon Pegg plays Nicholas Angel, an exceptional, born-to-be police officer in London, England. Angel is promoted to sergeant, and much to his chagrin, is relocated to the quiet, bucolic town of Sanford and the countryside of Gloucester. There he shines as being... Gloucester. It's Gloucester. Like, they say it in every interview. I think the G is silent. (laughs) Yeah, goddammit. I fucking hate the UK's pronunciation of shit. Well, that's the weird God. thing. Is like this is Glau, it's Gloucester, but it's the same writing for the name of one of the characters in King Lear, who is literally called Gloucester. That sounds so, like a shitty. Place I don't know. They're uh, fucking weird. Of Boston. Yeah, I, I just kind of zone out whenever they say t- names of towns because it's always like <laughs> something on the something, something upon or Avon like or some shit. Yeah, Briston or Martinsville. Like it's or. You know, weird Welsh names like Gloucester or yeah, Gloucester. whatever it actually is. Gloucester. But Evan, please continue. There's, 
<laughs> there's too many fucking shures, you guys, and shires. Yeah. Like, we gotta get rid of the shires. Yeah. Hobbitses. Well, this one's not even a shire. It's it's just a shister. A shire? A Gloucestershire. Wash your sister sauce. Mm. Um, okay, if I may continue. Bath water. Uh, <laughs> no, I I have to derail you some more. But okay. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you might as well um, give me a, one more paragraph and then you can derail again. Um, okay, deal. But, so, again, Simon Pegg plays Nicholas Angel. He is relocated to a quiet little town called Sanford, which isn't a real town, but they renamed, like, where they shot it in Wells, uh, which was the hometown of Edgar Wright, uh, which is another mm-hmm. one. Wells, it's also, like, some other fucking name in Gloucester. Anyway, there he shines as being the policeman, sorry, officer, policeman officer, <laughs> who is the kind of law enforcement that Sanford needs, but not the one they want. Through a reluctant partnership with Nick Frost's character, Danny, the degenerate son of the town's police chief, and a fanboy of films such as the likes of Bad Boys 2 and Point Break, Angel develops a friendship with Danny as the two team up to investigate a series of mystery, uh, mysterious deaths that have been occurring in Sanford since Angel's arrival. The apparent links drawn between these series of deaths eventually lead Angel to develop a conspiracy that includes one of Sanford's prominent residents, grocery store owner Simon Skinner, played by Timothy Dalton, as a seemingly obvious suspect. And I'll I'll get into like how kind of it's silly how obvious he fucking is. As Angel mm-hmm. further investigates, he discovers that Skinner happens to be just a small piece of the puzzle that involves the local neighborhood watch, the NWA, uh, who just so happened to be an unabashedly murderous cult that has been bent on cleaning up, in quotes, Sanford to make the town the winner of the Best Village Award every year for the past 20 years, all while veiling their misconduct as simply being part of the greater good. The greater good. Angel's discovery inevitably unravels um, the thread of Sanford's bucolic fantasy, and Angel is left with the decision to reveal Sanford's heinous secret, particularly by way of a badass shootout in the middle of town. Thanks to the help of the local police department, who for the majority of the film have thought Angel a busybody and a crime-seeking lunatic, they upend the ongoing cult estate that has ravaged the small town, and Angel finds peace in leaving the life of a big city copper, a life that until recently he has so desperately admired and sought to return to. Angel then settles down in Sanford, content in his endeavor to uphold the peace in the little hamlet he initially thought a waste of his expertise and in a weird storytelling sort of way that's uh, pretty much the story of hot fuzz and then there's a bunch of shit in the middle that's important mm-hmm. that we'll get to i think one of my favorite things i will say in this movie that i think really the movie does very very well and it shines with is how much plant and payoff there is for mm. so many things and even to a point of like how I forget what movie they equated this to, but, like, um, Edgar Wright was talking about, like, there's a, you know, like, uh, maybe it's a film style, but a film in particular where, like, oh, it's it's um, Chinatown, where in the beginning, it's, like, rich people can't be murderers, which essentially becomes the the entire conceit of the film. So, like, how they do that in this, where Nicholas Angel is, you know, being relocated, and he says to the police chief, he's like, you can't just make people disappear. You know, he's... I love he's that. Like, Bill... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. just like... Yes, I can. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. Yeah. 
And then, of course, when he shows up in the town, he has, like, the, like, I've, like, when he's, like, arrested all the kids. But it, before his first oh, day, he's, like, arrested all those people. And the guy's, like, I've seen you have already arrested the whole village. And, you know, uh, Simon Pegg's, like, not exactly. Um, and, and then at the end also, of the movie, they say the exact same every, thing. Every murder victim also says a line of dialogue that uh, ends up later being something, like, where they die. Like, yeah. uh, they, uh, it was intentional. Like they really like go all in on, and I love that. Like that, I feel like is less an action trope than like just being fun and corny, but God, yeah. it works so Edgar good for me. Wright has like a quirkiness that permeates the movie that kind of, uh, transcends the action parody or whatever he's going for. Like it, it's really charming. Yeah. He, he brings really his, his own, own brand to it. Yeah. yeah and I mean, exactly. even what I really enjoyed was the entire introduction of Danny, uh, Nick Frost. Like, yeah, really, it's Simon Pegg drinking cranberry juice in a pub and this guy just like ordering a bunch of drinks, ultimately going out to his car to like drive. And, and then later you find out that he <laughs> is the, you know, a constable there. And it, it's yeah. just like, it's such an interesting opening and that buddy cop relationship is really kind of cute with Danny almost being kind of dim uh, or dim witted, uh, but like in love with like Jackie Chan movies. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think honestly, I think, and don't take this the wrong way, Paco, but I think of you a lot as the Danny of my life. I was <laughs> about to say like in the Shaun of the dead episode, I said that Nick Frost character really resonated with me. I just want to <laughs> clarify, I do not drive drunk. I do not encourage people to drive drunk. Don't do that. But like, other than that, uh, I watched the movie with my fiance and there were multiple points where he's talking about action movies or about to do some dumb shit. Uh, and she turned and she was like, this character is basically you. And so like, it's so cute. When they were at the flat and uh, Edgar Wright, or I think um, Danny is like, you haven't seen Bad Boys 2 and Point Break? And uh, yeah. Simon Pegg was just like, oh, let's watch Point Break. He's like, no, this we're doing this first. Like, I remember yeah. that vividly, like, you did that with me in, like, Miike movies. And like, oh, you haven't mm-hmm. seen, you know, this? Oh, oh, we're watching all three of these tonight. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Not, like, that, You've you got to pair it right. Yeah, yeah, it's like, true. It's true. You can't do Point Break and then Bad Boys too, because I feel like I was gonna. That ask, would just be exhausting. Do you guys think that's yeah. a good pairing? Boys. No, because I don't really no. like Bad Boys too. Yeah, uh, same. But yeah, Point Break is fucking rad. But I don't know if they go I, well together. But I think yeah. if you're really drunk at the bar, <laughs> Bad Boys oh, yeah. Two is big enough and dumb enough. It would be a lot of fun. But if you were going to pick so a big film to pair with that, uh, with Point yeah. Break, I'd say go with The Rock, man. Oh, dude, True, it's, yeah. It depends. Point Break and The Rock, maybe? I don't no, know. I, I think, would, would want to end with Point Break. I think that one's more <sighs> Which one like, do I want to be emotionally... tortured for? The Rock kind of has oh, a bunch of fun true. movies that yeah. I'd love to be kind of yeah. smashed for. Like, when Nicolas Cage is, like, holding up the fucking flames and stuff, you're probably so shit-faced that you're doing the same thing wherever you are. You know? like, <laughs> and <laughs> Bad Boys 2 has, like, the best stunts I would argue of any of Michael Bay's movies. So yeah. if you're just pretty drunk, it might be the way to go. 
I've been meaning to watch that. I heard it's good. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> and then, of I, course, speaking, like, yeah. Speaking you... of... Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I, I well, just, then... before we... Terry, <laughs> you, you go. Okay. Before we move on, Terry, <laughs> what are you going to say? Sorry. I just wanted to say that similar, uh, before we moved on from this little aside with them in the flat, uh, like Sean... Uh, there's this like really kind of like subtle and uh, hilarious like homoerotic tension between Simon yes. Pegg and Nick Frost. Totally, yeah. That is like adorable, and Nick Frost yeah, dude, plays like the you the like big uh, melon off. Yeah, and and then later on, like it's like the woman that like you know uh, uh, Mel Gibson like meets the new gal after his wife dies in the first mm. Lethal Weapon movie, right? Rene Russo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like it like that's Nick Frost too. <laughs> to, mm. <laughs> Simon Pegg in this movie, it, yeah. and it's so no, it's so but I I felt more like that was an intentional homage to Point Break because that movie is about well, but how... see, no, it's it's an homage to Point Break, but they're taking the the con they're taking the subtext and making it like even more egregious. So like I because there is like I a sort of homoerotic tension in Point more... Break as well. I I would argue Point Break is a hell of a lot more homoerotic than. Uh, if, if I may add some sh- trivia to help this conversation here, what I what I read was that, and they like talk about it in the and one of the behind the scenes thing where they're like going through all the ideas that they had at the beginning. They were gonna have a romantic interest, like a female romantic interest, Simon Pegg's character, but they scrapped her and gave Nick mm. Frost's character a lot of her lines. Let's go. Let's go. Kind of like it's not yeah. meant to be like super romantic, but it. I'm they're so just glad like it is. no. Let them be like these buddies who like grow a blossoming relationship through this movie. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah, kind of role. like a romantic, sweet way. Because yeah, they become I'm like best over friends. My, like I'm two getting opposites. over Janine. Yes, and he's but by now getting he's under Gene. By getting you under know what I mean? Gene. or I don't know. <laughs> Daniel. I I do one thing I do love about Danny's character is that he. He's like such he has like such childlike wonder for like mm-hmm. Nicholas Angel for Simon Pegg's character. <laughs> like through the yeah. whole movie well, he's just like have you done this? Oh you have have you like shot a it's gun really like cute. while you were driving? Yeah. Have you jumped through the air with two guns? What what about one gun? Which is funny cuz when the he's third asking act those... is so great. Yeah. Like yeah. because he fulfills all Frost those things performance. That, like yeah, yeah. it's not just that he's doing it. It's just like the childlike glee he has to be doing all that shit, which to be I totally like get. A hero, it's like, so cool. I, I can't even imagine how much fun I would have, like being in a car chase and jumping and like shooting two guns. God, right? you guys, for my like next with, birthday, can we make this we, happen? <laughs> we'll do a paintball session, you know, where it's like we just because I know they have paintball, you know, places where they like build it up like it's a city or whatever. Be fun if they had mm-hmm. one that was like they do Sanford and you just like run a scenario like the end of Hot Fuzz. Dude, that'd be fun. The other thing I've always wanted to do, speaking of like towns, I, I thought of it because they have that model of the town at the end. Yeah. Is I've always wanted to get like a kaiju costume and just yeah. spend like an hour <laughs> beating the shit out of models. <laughs> I just feel like yeah. that would be so much fun. <laughs> Paco, I would love to yeah. do that for you for one of your, for like a birthday oh, yeah. and film it. But like, actually yeah. like, not just film it on like an iPhone, but actually like try to do some like little production <laughs> for it. Can, so it's like a really short little like. Made of cardboard and bees. <laughs> yes, to both. 
That's a great I've <laughs> always wanted to make a kaiju short film where I was both the kaiju and directing it uh, and just oh, like yes. you're like cut, cut, cut. Really hold on is... hold on <laughs> yeah. there's like set pictures uh, where you're looking through like a viewfinder you, and it's just you like, should also <laughs> be like the, the, the like the little boy who gets uh, like psychic uh, signals from the kaiju you know yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> dude that'd be so great like the camera dude yeah, uh, I uh, I was an illegal immigrant in Taiwan for about a month, as you guys know, but mm-hmm. the audience might not. Uh, and while I was there, uh, one of my buddies gave me a like Godzilla onesie, like on the trip, uh, or like just because uh, he thought it would be funny. And uh, there's a museum of miniatures in Taiwan that's just like the whole thing is nothing but miniature cities and I didn't have time but I really wanted to go to that city dressed up in that Godzilla onesie so that uh, they'd just be like on the edge of their seat being like is he about to fuck this shit up? (laughs) Okay okay, guys Paco (laughs) stop listening. Now for his birthday next year let's illegally put him in Taiwan with that costume (laughs) right in that same area. Okay start start uh, let's start uh, going going back to the Danny Angel thing, I think uh, what encapsulates everything that, that y'all have been saying is the sequence where they, uh, you know, uh, Angel shouts like, you know, fire up the roof. And there's those quick succession of cuts until they pull over the Shakespeare guy actor and yeah. uh, what's her face. <laughs> and like later mm-hmm. at the end uh, of the uh, the performance of Romeo and Juliet. He he, uh, Angel tells them to drive safe, and Danny's yeah. just like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" And it's it's so enjoyable. You knew that was the guy it's, we pulled over, right? It's just like yeah. you knew, that was like your one liner. It was just like Nick Cross's, oh. like his enthusiasm, he's so and he, he's really we're in person, like we're viewing this world through his lens, or at least the like I love action movies like this. Like it was hitting all of my beats. That like he's kind of like playing these things out the way I would if I was like with some like it, it's so I, cool. I mean, I absolutely. will also say though I think that part of the brilliance of Nick Frost's performance is the fact that Simon Pegg so convincingly plays the straight man as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he's Where, really like, good at that. He no, he as is like, like it, it's what, crazy. In Shaun after, of the Dead. It's... Exactly right. And, and Nick Sean, Frost he's like is a completely different character too. Like they both mm-hmm. are modified completely. It's not yeah. just a, a Shaun of the Dead, but with action. Like I wrote it off. I mean, <laughs> that I dismissed earlier, but because because like no, but I I agree. Like I love Nick Frost's character to death in this movie, but I think that Simon Pegg also like it, it's them together. The contrast is so good because yeah. Simon they, Pegg is just like they're a great every buddy cop pairing. Yeah. yeah, they are a great pairing. No matter what they do, they really do have such chemistry together. And it's it's an interesting buddy cop pairing because it's not like the Riggs and Murtaugh. Like, no. I guess Frost is kind of a wild card, but he isn't really. He's more yeah. like a nerdy guy who <laughs> likes to drink too much. But, but I'm trying of... to think, like, I know there are movies where, like, the hero gets transferred out of the city and gets part like partnered up with a schlub, but they like teach the schlub like the ways, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and this this yeah. is kind of like you know Demolition he's mentoring man. him. Yeah, he, exactly. yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. Actually, Sandy Bullock <laughs> and uh, and, and <laughs> Sly. Oh man, that movie. 
Wait, what movie? Demolition Man. Yeah. Demolition mm. Man. I thought you yeah. said the Militia Man. Oh, oh man. <laughs> no, that's my newsletter. <laughs> You're like a new the fucking movie. Man. <laughs> I was like, like how did Sly I not see a movie Sandra with Bullock. Sly and Sandra Bullock? But yeah. yeah. God, yeah. that movie's so good. Uh, it's so so good. I guess we're basically praising everything, which I always like to do, but is there anything that didn't work for you guys in this movie? The entire movie. Hated it. No, I, so it's hard to say. I will say, I will say that, uh, like last time, uh, so I like, I, I still appreciate this movie. I really enjoyed it this time a lot, but I do wish that, uh, the, the early portions of the movie, I, I wish the pacing was a little quicker just because I, I like that Edgar Wright, mm-hmm. like when, when he's really going, like when the action picks up, when, when the comedy picks up, like it's you get lost in that pace. But the beginning is yeah. just a little bit slow, and I and I think that Sean does that early portion of the movie better than Hot Fuzz does. Though I still very much enjoyed Hot Fuzz. I think that's a good criticism. The only thing that doesn't really work for me is Olivia Coleman's character. Uh, yeah, feels oh, I like... like I I like her. Yeah, I liked her too. I just maybe it's because we know what she can do, but it feels like I mean, she's just there for the one joke, which is to like say sexually inappropriate things, basically. Yeah, that's like, kind of how uh, I felt about it, too. Well, but it was like, I mean, I'm, I'm glad she's there just because the character is kind of funny, but her character to well, me but ev- is every... a lot like just the, mm-hmm. the butt of like a. a, a kind of a sexist sort of well but all, all the, the only... all the cops are, are the butt of, of those jokes like every one That's of true. them is is like a one a one trick like cop thing like a, a parody you know I, I, yes and no but angel even but. says like when she's introduced like oh like you rock or whatever and you're like oh cool this is gonna be like a strong character and then it immediately she says something and then there's a beat and then she cuts to the the insinuation as she slept with the entire police force and you're like oh yeah. that's kind mm-hmm. of weird i've been and around the station i i don't I don't know if it's real, but I read it on the internet too that apparently Doris is like uh, slang for a, a female police woman or something, or her character. A Doris. Uh, it's hmm. like a slang term for like a female officer. So that's kind of strange. But I, I hmm. like the idea that you had this core group. I mean, the the passive dude who just reads Ian Banks books. You know, like yeah. there's like a lot of the like, whole fucking culture quirks. series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, who was reading Ian Banks books? The, 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 the uh, sergeant, Bill guy that checks in. Yeah, I think he's oh, reading yeah. a Shit. different Ian Banks book every time it cuts That's, him. Like he's going oh, I did not them. notice that. I just, That's so funny. I love it. I tried reading Ian Banks and couldn't get into him. What are your Culture guys' thoughts? Rules. Culture is really fucking good. You got to read the right ones though. And once you I, start reading like one or two of them, you can read the rest of them. Yeah, I started with the first one and I got like halfway no. through it and was like consider consider really for me plebeus is like it, that one's weird i don't really dig that one you, you should start with uh player of games that's that's the good one all right well i think that's like that's one of the the things about this where it's hard for me to say anything bad about the movie because unless i wanted to be nitpicky like say you know mm-hmm. at the, like one of the climactic scenes where like dan you think that danny has killed you know angel and he pulls him out it's in the red lighting and he hands him the keys to the car even though the back lights are on it's like little just those tiny little like goof ups that 
like I could nitpick on, but there's just way too much in this movie. Like all these subtle little details and the way that or like the, the CGI the, blood. The, that was the, yeah, that was a little I mean, wonky. Uh, I agree. Whatever, mm-hmm. But I feel like that yeah, was over where it's the like top, I think in Shaun of the Dead like, purposely over the top. Yeah, well, I think it's because well, there isn't as much in this movie as there is in Shaun of the Dead, so I think they were like going more practical in Shaun of the Dead because like it is weird to see more CGI blood in this movie than there was in Shaun of the Dead, but. Um, because also because they make a joke to squibs too and then you're like that's yeah. so strange to like then use a lot of like weird cgi blood unless that's and like I, I mean it could be i think that's just a budget thing yeah. yeah i felt like there was some squibs but it's just expensive to shoot practical and like we were saying they uh they stretched their budget so far in like the look of it that yeah that feels like a compromise they probably had to make. It's still a bit of a bummer, but I mean, it's not a huge. It's, it's not yeah, a huge deal. I notice minor. enough to be like, be like, ah, uh, that movie loses like half a star for me. It's like, who fucking cares? Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's so minor. It's like you know when 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 Christopher Nolan uses CGI in like some of his earlier stuff. It's like he uses it in such a subtle way because it's more effective. But he doesn't like to do it over the top, and you just don't notice. It's like in the Batman movies, you're like most of it's practical, but there's some CGI because you kind of have. Fun to. fact: he just completely CGI Joey Pants in Memento. Uh, just made Joey <laughs> Pants look like Joey Pants. God, I saw somewhere that Joey Pants is like seventy, and yeah, it dude, blew my mind there. because that means he was like fifty when he made Memento and The Matrix. Yeah, that, absolutely. Oh, that's weird. I told- about He's been wearing a backwards golf cap for longer than Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson's older than he is. It's fucking Dude. crazy. We're in the Matrix. We're in I the totally thought Matrix. Joey Pants was like a hard living, like maybe 30 to 32 year old in like the 90s, early 2000s. But to find out he was 50, I was like, damn. He actually took really good care of himself. <laughs> and apparently, too, he's apparently a sweetheart. Like, he's one of those, like, he plays great asshole characters, but is apparently, mm-hmm. allegedly, allegedly a sweetheart in real life, which I hope is true, not um, slander. We all do. I I just always assumed he was like his character in The Sopranos in real life, so that's good to hear. Oh, man, that's uh, such a good character. I forget uh, he's Dude, he's such a scumbag. My only criticism of this movie, and it's really weak, um, but uh, Timothy Dalton should have been in every scene. Um, no, uh, I mean, j- just kidding. Ouch! Like Oof. it, it's. It, I feel like it is a tad bit, wee bit uh, too long. But there's, but it's also a weird paradox because I'm like, I, I don't think I would cut anything out yeah it's hard to figure out what you would cut but but there's Mm -hmm. just like it hits a certain beat like when the nwa which is that like neighborhood watch alliance Uh, association um but i love that it's alliance Um, Alliance, there you go great singers um but uh (laughs) i feel like it's there that it kind of like hits a certain beat but it shouldn't have ended there either like it needed the like other scenes afterward like it just was strange that it's like a two hour movie when it, it I, I guess that goes al- along with current action movies now, but um, I don't know. I feel like it could have been tighter, but again, don't know what the hell I would have cut out. Cause it all kind of works. Um, I think I would have cut out some of that early stuff. Like we were discussing yeah. because see, I, I like the it. early stuff more. 
I liked that quick, uh, like introducing the town really quick, introducing kind of this series. I'd argue of Simon it Pegg's introduces character. it fairly slowly. Like, oh, and then we don't. It feels more like kind of a 70s movie for that first 45 minutes until we start killing stuff like obviously not in the not in the style but in kind of the pacing and then it turns into more of a modern action movie i appreciate it the pacing reminds me of an older film that's true yeah but it's it feels a little inconsistent and again it's not the end of the world i fucking love this movie but uh it's not just, the world's end. The tones change a little bit. I mean, we were just talking about Life is Beautiful, not to bring up good. the Holocaust again, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it's, it's I, I feel like with with this movie, I think it, it depends on what you're looking for, because this is, it's supposed to be an action flick. But honestly, there's not much action, except for in how they edit it up until the main action sequence at the end. Mm. The way I go into mm-hmm. it and why I really like that it's like two hours is because... To me, it's a murder mystery. It's a murder yeah, mystery. Yeah, it's thriller. more of like a thriller. And I, I yeah. love thrillers and murder mystery thrillers and stuff like that. So, like, I love that, like, an hour and ten minutes in, you think it's like, oh, he solved the case. It is Timothy Dalton's character because it's so obvious and that's yeah. sort of the joke. And then it ends up being something bigger, and the movie still has like 30 it's minutes or, dude. you know, 50 minutes left to solve the rest of it. And it's great. I love it. I, I kind of like that where it's, it, it leads you to like one ending. I remember at least mm-hmm. when I when I saw it in the theaters, it was definitely like it's like of course this is where they're going, but I enjoyed the ride until we got to this point, and then you know the so the quote unquote twist, which has been kind of like alluded to throughout the film, if like if you watch it enough times or, um, but like you come to a head at around a hundred and ten hundred or an hour and ten hundred and fifteen minutes into the movie where us it could end at that point. But it doesn't, and then it keeps going, and there's more to it, and there's a bigger struggle, and it's about the town itself is like this this cultist you know thing, blah blah blah. Like I, it's again, I'm sorry guys. Like I, this is this is one of like my favorite movies of all time. So like, I I can't I can't really think of anything that I don't. Evan, like. I don't want to interrupt you, but I have to I have to stop you there. Never apologize ever <laughs> for anything. Well, because I'll apologize because I might bore you and just go on or be like, like, it might be obvious enough that it's like, Evan, Evan, you couldn't bore me. Like, let us, let us, let us have our own little discourse about this because, you know, I'm just going to be over here. You guys enjoying it. I'll be watching it. (laughs) That's fair. Again. The entire time. Because I love it. It's a, I think it's a perfect movie. There's just, God, it's it's so good. There's two, how it's paced. At least to now, me. Listener, there How sounds like shot, a lot of bias All the setups here, and payoffs so and everything. <laughs> feel free to disregard everything that Evan said the entire time. It sounds like a lot of bias. That's what I'm saying, guys. And stuff, but That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's okay we try to and bring a fair disregard what I've been saying. Here. You know, we try hard. There's a lot of quality assurance. There's a lot of surveys. Um, yeah, we're the fair and balanced. We're like the Tucker Carlson's of podcasting. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, Pop quiz, who would you be? Which broadcaster or journalist? Like Tucker Carlson, uh, would you be? Like, I would be like a Connie Chung. Like Tucker I feel like a Connie Chung, you know? I'd be like fucking Walter Cronkite. Rawr, hello, I'd be, welcome mm. to the news. 
I'd be like Just Brian Williams. I'd be making jokes and like <laughs> exaggerating liar. about the shit. <laughs> yeah. He was a liar. liar. He just likes to exaggerate. And like, I'm yeah, there was a demo shot down in a helicopter. Yeah, he like stubbed his toe on his way into the helicopter. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I I love to embellish a story. You know, that's so, true. You're, that's you're like the Burt Kreischer of of uh, <laughs> fucking broadcast. I don't know who Burt Kreischer is. That's fair. Never mind. But I feel like I would be like the Matt Lauer, you know? I feel like he has a really no, cool oh, vibe God. to him. <laughs> Terry, you have major, like, Greta Van Susteren vibes. Um, I've never watched <laughs> no. her show. Terry would be Greg Kelly. Uh, just chaos. <laughs> be, have you ever be, watched Greg Kelly's show, Paco? You'd be Brian No, Gumbel I just know him from Twitter, politics. where he talks about his pants. and uh, No, he's like he, his, his show is not as wild as his Twitter is, but it's very funny. That's a bummer because it's like anyone out there uh i don't care where you are in the political spectrum greg kelly this weird like fascist is he oan or <laughs> newsmax he's on newsmax okay this newsmax news anchor is like legitimately the best person to follow on twitter uh he <laughs> is so unintentionally funny all the time that i kind of feel like he's like a performance art experiment Hmm. dude he was Uh, posting about his purple pants on the subway today it was so good uh (laughs) and about how like no one else wears good pants um anyways uh does that mean uh i i fucking greg kelly if you're listening we'd love to have you on the show Uh, uh, reach out sponsors please timestamp this uh reach out for sponsors we do need some uh street cred okay Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greg, Greg Kelly. And Chad. Street Chad. You know what I mean? Need oh. some cash. Some cash flow. This might be a good time to do Saving Face, huh? I was just yeah, it ask, feels like we're... Do you we're, guys have anything else to say before Saving Face? I can vamp for another 30 minutes if you want. Uh, I, <laughs> Please don't. I don't want to have to like listen to that and figure out where to edit it out. <laughs> I, I, normally just keep we it make in. jokes about this, but for once the producer's here and he's like, don't do that, you guys. Don't yeah, fuck me oh, like that. This is the one time, <laughs> and you're the one apologizing for doing the shit that we're, we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. For once, I'm going to be here be like, step away from the microphone when you're getting loud. Make sure your levels are right. And uh, don't go on tangents that are like 20 fucking minutes. Everything will be perfect. 20 minute tangents are the best part. I'm telling you. In some episodes, yes. Yes, that is true. Sometimes you got a detour. But not when you guys need to do a commentary and like, you know, as soon as That's true. You got to watch a whole uh, movie and link it up. It's. It's a fairly short movie. I think it's like an hour and a half. I think it's uh, it's fine though. Saving face. Yeah, Evan, Evan, stay, yep. stay, stay, stay up with us. Saving face. No. <laughs> uh, missing cue, out. Cue the music. I know. That, that we now have for saving yeah. face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do 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 do. Paco, who would you save face with? For. Would you? I you I mean, two. I feel like it's just obvious who I'm gonna choose. So Ooh, we've barely talked the about. <laughs> yeah. I I love uh, Patty Constantine, but now it's it's Nick Frost. Like oh. I rarely feel so much just emotional connection to a character because he reminds me so much of me. 
But <laughs> if there was a character <laughs> in this movie I could just get drunk with and uh, yeah. it's like watch action movies the with. In the abyss. <laughs> yeah. You just got to turn that big melon of yours off. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's Nick Frost. He... He has a bunch of, like, uh, range. He plays like a dumb guy, but you see, like, the depth underneath. And he has like the I heart. was saying, yeah, he, the earnest excitement he has just fucking rules. Uh, it's got to be Nick Frost for me. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he also knows how to deliver these lines really well. Mm, That's one totally thing I love about mm-hmm. Nick Frost. He's, he's not, it's not just like the character he's playing, it's like how he plays it. And he always does a, phenomenal job definitely uh, yeah how about you evan oh for me hard hard to choose this would be one of those where i would give an award for ensemble cast which i know pisses a lot of people off but uh mm, it's really that's bullshit it's, how about fuck marry it's, kill it's it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> who would i fuck would i marry would i kill well timothy dalton of course fuck Jin broadbent maybe marry and then one of mm, both andy's i would kill those. but ah. Uh, uh, um, but, uh, hard to say, but I, you know, I got a huge, so- I'll say two, like I got a huge soft spot for Timothy Dalton. He's just mm. so fucking menacing. One of the and best hilarious. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know that, but, um, he's just, he's just so fucking menacing. The way he delivers his lines where he's just like, he's like, may the heads be struck from them for being treacherous yeah so like the about, way he like, pronounces people that leave or enunciates yeah. i bet if we bashed your head open many kinds of secrets <laughs> yeah oh, he's, he's it's so good <laughs> he's chewing the scenery he looks like he was having the most fun of anyone dude like yeah, he was my he's he was. my saving face like he he's so fun in this as like the obvious bad guy that that's so yeah. fun mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's, he's practically he's like the twirling his mustache in the yeah, background. It was so. It was apparently his idea him. to have his char- to have the mustache for his character. Like he wa- to give him a little bit more of a like uh, a, a mischievous, it, you know, snidely whiplash sort of yeah, style. Yeah. yeah, which also it it I love that the character's written this way. But it's like you would think that the rest of the NWA would be like, dude, you really got to tone it down with like how you're talking. <laughs> you're just gonna uh, give us he, away, man. Um, like, easy, you can't be telling. You can't so be saying things like, "Oh, like bash your head open." <laughs> All these secrets could <laughs> yeah. come tumbling out. Like it's, uh, but I also okay. So Timothy Dalton and I also love the police chief Jim Broadbent. You know, oh, yeah. he's been in like always. Blackadder and shit. Like I've seen him in so much random stuff, and he's always so. He's a great actor, but he also has one of those like really interesting faces. That's just he like, looks like a frog. For, he looks, especially when he's like, a great big bushy beard. Like, it's, well, he, it's so... He's impossible he to be a bad how to deliver guy. Those lines. He's too lovable. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, he's like, so he's like Winnie the Pooh in the best way. But I I do take him seriously. Like, when he's like, he's like, you think this is a crime scene? And then he's like, you do this, you do this. And Nick, or, or, yeah, he's like, Danny, Nicholas, you know what to do. And then he like turns around and is like, you know, <laughs> like all somber. It's... I, it's He's an amazing actor. He just is so adorable. It's hard for me mm-hmm. to always take him wasn't, super wasn't seriously. He, but in this, he's he's perfect. Like, the role's written for him. 
wasn't wasn't he the one who was making a big deal or am i thinking of the guy in front of the tv monitors who's upset about the guy who's painted gold who's like yeah next to the yeah fountain. yeah that's a different guy. later in the movie Which in neighborhood the crypt, watch guy yeah. when he's like going through and shining he finds the guy still like <laughs> yeah i love when they find like the, the body the like all the bodies down there and he's not decomposed he's still the living he's statue still gold. Yeah, I got. I was like, I, oh. I was waiting for him to start moving. Like that was just where he was sleeping. So funny. It's like, dude, they yeah, got that guy I to come back it. specifically to pay off that gag. Like, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I love that. Well, what, uh, what, what about, about you, Terry? Terry? Uh, Ooh, jinx. Not not to jump on the the train, but like Dalton for sure, because again, every scene he just chooses scenery. He's so charming. He's so like. Here like Debon- debonair like oh, he, he like that's a guy that like seduces widows you know oh, what i mean like he's, he's <laughs> this, oh, dude yes he's the knight of the hunter yeah, dude he's dude for literally... real though that's what he's i'm the saying prowler. oh yeah, yeah. Dude, he he, they should widows. remake the knight of the hunter <laughs> with, with fucking Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just uh, sitting never like, seen around with the tattoos great. on his oh, on his shit. knuckles, like singing yeah, the songs. Oh, who would be Lillian Gish though? Would that be? Uh... Oh, that's a tough one. Whoopi Goldberg. God, <laughs> that okay. would be weird. Uh, Put but, her in but also, I I want to shout out uh, the the Andes, but also in particular mm. like uh, Patty Considine. Mm. who i think like yeah dude he's just so every good. I love his like you you know like you've seen that character like that that like this the Cocky. detective who's just always like smoking and drinking and not working and looks mean he's yeah. guy richie yeah i love just, like, i love when he like takes a drink of the beer and he gets like a little foam on his mustache he's like you yeah. got a mustache he's <laughs> yeah. like i know I know. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like he thinks he's just saying he has a mustache. There oh, were there so were funny. so many moments where where both of them were so funny. Like that was probably yeah. my favorite. Like little running gag was was the two of them just being shitheads, or like mm-hmm. yeah when when I because I, it had to have been them when after the whole thing implodes and they they uh, you know falsely arrest Dalton. He comes back in, and someone wrote like "twat" on his on his uh, <laughs> yeah. hel- on his hat, and you're like, you know, yeah. it was the Andes. Yeah, like, you it know has it. To be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of Dude, all characters, you know, it'd be such the a Andes good call, be. Terry. Yeah, like the <laughs> writing is so good that you're perceiving that certain yeah. things that happen off screen are real. That they were for specific characters. Like they don't need to just yeah. cut to that person winking at them or whatever. Like it's, yeah. You know, it you, wouldn't be the other sergeant, it, like the the dumbass who's like introduced with his head in front of a whiteboard with all the arrows saying like late, incompetent, <laughs> like yeah, uh, <laughs> such a great fucking like. You know, it wouldn't be him. It'd be the Andes who are writing all the shit in his locker and in his hat. Yeah, stuff. exactly. But they don't have to say it. Like they're just that's their characters are just built that way. It's perfect. You know what? Yeah. I, uh, I, what I hate about this movie is that we could have another round of Saving Face. Like genuinely, mm-hmm. like we haven't talked it's about true. Simon Pegg, and Simon Pegg like yeah. is really he's good in this movie. He's he, like, such a good. He dropped man. like twenty eight pounds or thirty pounds or something. He like he's really the straight man against um, Nick Frost in a way that's different from like the kind of slacker like Shaun of the Dead vibe. Like yeah, they both absolutely. play such different characters from Shaun of the Dead that it just like I think Paco you said earlier like. They have such range just alone in this movie that they're consistent good characters in a lot of like the more dramatic beats that aren't 
completely silly over the top like cartoons like this movie has more kind of earnest beats that they're they're both amazing at and and really that comes with knowing this per like they're friends in real life like they know each other have that shorthand chemistry that's um that you can't just like make up so i I think sign peg is also dope just have to shout him out too no, I well, and he yeah, plays I'm really the great man so so convincingly that when there's those moments where like he smiles or he laughs, it, it's like that much more sincere because oh, yeah. he plays yeah, the straight so man right. so totally. convincingly. Like that, it's it's just it's when Danny it's makes great. Him laugh, you it's you cute. so rarely expect mm-hmm. a comedic actor to have like such great range, and and like it's you, it's just nice to see. It's kind of a bummer they don't have more movies together I know. it's like true it's a true buddy i was thinking about you know that i'm sure like 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 a lot of artists they want to go well they had non edgar wright but... one paul right wasn't that? yeah Were which oh, i saw when that. it came out it didn't uh, look very good it's like seth rogan I, is like an alien or something. seth rogan's a stoner alien uh okay. and yeah. it was i remember thinking it was better than i expected it to be when okay. i saw it hmm. but that was like you know, 10 years ago or whenever it came out and I never went back to it. And the world's end, I remember as being more of an ensemble than like yeah. a two-hander. Yeah, because yeah, that's uh, like six people. Yeah, they're all like six friends. Yeah. Or... And they're all very, again, all very different characters. Like this Most time nice. in like World's End, Nick Frost is very much the straight-laced, um, mm-hmm. like mm. more dour character. And it's it's kind of great. Before yeah. we get onto that, though, I, I do want to say, while we're still in Saving Face, I want to give just, like, a couple little trivia... Things I did not know until I was... Because I watched it on Amazon, and they have, like, little trivia things. Oh, that X-ray While we're in Saving thing? Face, a couple... Yeah, the X-ray thing, and, like, a couple of the actors, of course. The Preacher is fucking... Uh, what's his name? Blalock, or whatever his name is, from Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know? Whoa. The main yeah, bad guy. They, yeah, they... Yeah, Jones? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew yeah. I recognized and that guy. I couldn't figure out from where. That Edgar makes so much Wright sense. I, intentionally so old, can... he cast uh, every character in the town is like a significant actor in England. Uh, it's kind yeah, of totally. like he was going for Murder on the Orient Express, like the seventies one uh, five, oh, where totally every character is such a big name that like you think, well, they'd only be in it in that small role if they were the killer, uh, to sort of like. Okay. throw you off the scent mislead that makes sense for the british crowd another fun one is uh you know that the, the dude who's all about uh the uh, security cameras and stuff and all about getting rid of the crusty jugglers and um mm-hmm. the one with the big glasses that's the original equalizer he is the oh, equalizer shit. from the tv oh, show shit, back in the really? day really yeah oh wow uh, i waited to i waited to bring that one up until you got back dude, shout out to Fuquaz, that was, that was kind of fun i was like dude it's the fucking equalizer Crazy. That rocks. i mean it's not my equalizer, but that's it's not still our pretty equalizer. Cool. But I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's. I mean, he's no Denzel, no so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Dude, no one's Denzel. But there's also Dude. the Kate Blanchett as Janine. Like that whole yeah. scene, yeah, totally tickled me. Like the idea that for one, face masks, COVID nineteen, that was kind of a trip. Um, but also, like how fun and quick that se- sequence was was super cute. It's also wild, like, hearing that, you know, Peter Jackson is the Santa the Santa. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I forget the other director, but there's, uh, he had another director. Oh, the guy director, who did, um, be a uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to oh, the Galaxy. Uh, he played the crackhead yeah. when they bust in on that montage where, like, he's in the it's, riot It's uh, Joe Cornish. It's the guy boss. holding the gun. 
Yeah. No, it's not Joe Wait, Cornish. No, not Cornish isn't a different one. Uh, it's I forget. It's the, guy's the name. director of Hitchhiker's Guide and Son of Rambo, whose name is escaping me right now. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Did any of you guys ever see Son of Rambo? No. No, I didn't. I was curious. No, about I that never one. saw it. Was that good? I never saw it either. It it looked kind of interesting, but also kind of annoying. You it's know? like that kid didn't look like Sly. That fucking kid didn't look yeah. like Sly. <laughs> He's no son of Rambo. I don't see any abs. I Garth don't see any Jennings. misogyny. What the fuck? Garth Jennings, oh. that's it. Which has yeah. a, He's made like... And then he made like those animated movies sing. Like sing and sing too. Oh god, he made those fucking sing movies? Boo. Yeah, I just so. rented the first one from the library. Uh, not to out Why? Uh, my, my partner really likes relics that I want to kind of watch it. Terry, yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wanted not. to, um, I wanted to ask you about if you noticed another character, another actor, since you watched Master and Commander not that long ago. So uh, I was, do you remember, I was just looking that up. I I didn't recognize him in the movie. Yeah, the uh, you remember the uh, the the cook. Who's kind of like the gruff? He kind of looks like Eric Idle, but he's all gruff. He yeah. plays mm-hmm. Martin Blower in this movie. Yeah, I literally like, which just you saw can't that. really tell at all because, like in Master and Commander, he's kind of like taller. He's not as like lanky and skinny. But yeah, I was like, also, also this is the elephant in the room. Completely different Master, character. Uh, Master and Commander is also the name of my biceps. Um, so, <laughs> Master, you guys know that. You guys didn't see this tattoo? Check this out. <laughs> That's actually, I would not There's put like, some fucking gym rat being like, I got master, I got commander. <laughs> I like, There's I like a nautical map Jesse on Ventura. my back. You guys have never seen the nautical map that connects the two? Shit, there's like a <laughs> scroll between on my shoulder blades. Oh shit, is it like a connect the dots or paint by numbers? Sorry. Uh, I'll have you decide. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, um, I, I, I think that was... That was, like, one of the main segments I was leading, trying to kind of get to. Because it's, like, as much as we can like this movie and there's some things we might dislike, I think it's it's the cast that really does stand out. And there's a lot of fun elements about the cast. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, saving face is, like, eh, you can have some favorites. But also, it, it's, it's at least for me, it was really hard to choose one. What I love about Saving Face is that I am admittedly the worst actor I know, and I judge people, other people's performances, um, whereas I <laughs> can't act with do. shit. Um, I'm not so, saying anyone's bad. No, of course. I mean, I, hey, you're yeah. doing, you're getting paid we just to say be what our standing in are. front of a lens talking. So, gosh, uh, just to dismiss all of acting and the things that I love. But well, there are plenty of prominent <laughs> actors who, in interviews, have also said it's not that fucking. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like all these, which totally dismisses all the ones that really work hard. But even like yeah, good I... actors have like it's it's it's. I'm sure it's a running joke between actors, or at least it's rather subjective on whether they think the job is difficult or not. I mean, it is so fucking hard having done yeah. it a few times. Like because if the camera catches trained. every little thing. Yeah, uh, and so it's having to even just like walk the same way hit the same marks deliver the same lines like those basic things doing it in a way that doesn't look like you're just trying to walk that line and hit your mark is fucking hard 
You have to listen when you're acting, and not just for when it's your turn to talk, but listen mm-hmm. as if you're actively listening. So the next, so the you know response that you give is a response that would naturally come out of based on what you were listening to when you're having a dialogue with a character or something like that. It's you know there's a lot. I'm I'm yeah. I, I'm reading that Kinsler uh, making of Alien book that's like amazing mm-hmm. and. Uh, there's an interview with uh, John Hurt and Ian Holm where they're talking about how fucking weird the Americans are with how much they're doing method acting like Yafit Kodo and Sigourney <laughs> Weaver and stuff. And it was just so funny because there's a couple of like cheeky dry remarks of like, you know, those bikes over there, a uh, little bit fruity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then they've got Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, but it's it's just really uh, charming. Sorry. Later. That mm. is kind of cute, though. That's that's cool. Like, the idea of them this, just hanging I've... out on set, drinking Earl Grey, and, like, judging Tom Skerritt, kind of, <laughs> Dude. like, makes me yeah. beyond happy. I've yeah. worked on enough crews, and I've never worked with a method actor, but I can just imagine, like, because the crew will shit-talk people that, you know, treat them badly, and, like, I feel like method actors don't necessarily treat people badly, but... All the stories you hear about them are people doing shitty stuff. Uh, sure, like Jim Carrey, like fucking, you know. Oh, Andy Kaufman. Hey, Andy. In it. Yeah. yeah, we don't Again, have any doing yes. shitty stuff. Cool. He's just. But he's not like you know milling condoms with shit in them or dead yes, rats to people Lito, or making right? people yeah. push you around because you're in my left foot and so your character's he's in like, wheelchair. So you're I like, can't do anything. Daniel, didn't Danny? he throw shit? Danny, at please, people on the uh, set for uh, gangs of London or gangs of New York. New York. I he kept trying to start knife fights with everyone. Yeah, it, that that's fuck why that, Leo's dude. performance is yeah. so bad, and he couldn't maintain an accent because he was so <laughs> he was terrified. Scared. God, that movie. <laughs> I love Martin Scorsese, but that movie fucking. I kind sucks. of love that movie. I kind of love it. It's, I kind of do too. It's, it's kind of a comic book movie. Yeah, it's, it's. I think it's got a great opening, and then I don't. Oh, that's true. I don't care about like Leo and Cameron Diaz falling in love. Like, but Leo and all that shit is so boring. Potatoes. Yeah, potatoes. it's it's Irish. It's more like I can't. Do but it. he's not I'm doing so it right. Sorry to all of our, <laughs> all of our. Yeah, UK I was gonna say, do we like, do we have any uh, concluding thoughts on Hot Fuzz? Yeah, <laughs> we are well off the reservation. What do you guys think about it? <laughs> God damn it, Jason! <laughs> no, that's a great question. Well, After you, everything we talked about, do you now. think it's more accessible than Shaun of the Dead? And do you like this movie more? Like, would you revisit this more than Shaun of the Dead? And do you think we're on a good trajectory moving forward into Scott Pilgrim versus? The- I, I will say, I have always considered Shaun of the Dead the better movie until these last couple weeks. I kind of consider them equal now. Like, it's hard for me to choose one. Uh, so, yeah, we're off to a good start. I was thinking about that. So few filmmakers we've covered have a good first and second movie. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Well, it is the Blood and Ice Cream like, trilogy or the Cornetto trilogy. The Cornetto like, trilogy, it's yeah. It's literally like a Neapolitan ice cream so far where it's like, oh, my God, this vanilla is dope. But now we're going into chocolate. And who knows and if Scott yeah, Pilgrim the might be going some into dope the strawberry. green peppermint one. So. Yeah, well, but the, it's it's Sean kind of incredible. This one's blue wrapping. Like which is Neapolitan, vanilla. Neapolitan. Most of the time, one of the flavors is disappointing. 
Uh, and it's kind of incredible that none of the flavors so far have been disappointing. Because uh, you got strawberry and vanilla, you know. Yeah. We got to see. Like, we got to see what's up with with world's end i watched it once and i remember liking it but not liking it that much and that is it part of the cornetto flavoring yeah. it's the green packaging which has like chocolate mm. chip mint and like something else in there and we'll see if that one works well with vanilla and strawberry guys, we should so get weird. some cornettos for our world's <laughs> end one or our Dude, ranks our last one we should just that. get a couple of boxes i was watching for a hundred i would rather i, I almost i would I rather do anything than eat british yeah, <laughs> drumsticks would be fine, but British food, no. I would what? rather do. They probably anything. wouldn't put much sugar in there. You don't like chips, dude. It's just it's ice cream. What are you talking about? It's just Biscuits. like think of a drumstick, but like a little bit smaller. But you just said it it's was the chocolate same and see. mint chocolate chip and I thought shit. It was that's like drumsticks. That's a weird mix. No, it the, is like drumsticks. It's what they're eating in the car. It's with the yeah. cone that has the little ice cream thing on top. That's what cornettos uh, are. Yeah, I thought well, it. Uh, maybe it's because Jason compared it to Neapolitan. I thought it was like. Cornetto's I, no, the, the Cornetto Zombie, trilogy yeah. is like Neapolitan, where the first movie is their red uh-huh. one because of bloody and zombies. The look on Terry's face is and like... then they have we're we're <laughs> using <laughs> mixed metaphors here, and it is ice uh, cream with the making enemy. things more challenging than they need to be. We're, we're just two parts into a mega Neapolitan, so now okay. we need a third detour to really tie it all together. It is Terry, Friday night, and we're silly. <laughs> Oh boy! Anyway, can you write a yeah, soliloquy well, about ice cream? Um, Wait. So any other final is... thoughts? Jason asked a pretty good question. I feel like uh, we should answer it. How are we feeling going into yeah. uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim? Is it Pilgrim? downhill from here, or? I mean, I haven't seen any other know. any of his other movies. Yeah, I literally I don't, don't know. know. I mean, I don't have high hopes for Scott Pilgrim, but other than that, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I do think Sean is still my favorite of the two so far, but I have reevaluated Hot Fuzz, and it is much better than I remember. Before we exit, I I would like to say just one last little piece, and that is Bonum Commune, Commune Tartus, Bonum Commune, which apparently is Latin for greater good of the community, or the police. Apparently is, yeah. Another Hmm. thing, make Sanford great again. That's what the NWA wanted, and good thing they got rid of him. They, now, they, that's a quote in the movie. Make to make Sanford great again. Mm-hmm. NWA stands for. <laughs> Are we? Yes. We're back. NWA. Yes. All right. Uh, please, please rate, remember to review. rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Auteurs Vulgar. You can find us on Instagram at uh, Vulgar Auteurs Podcast. Thank you. Also, farmers um, only. It's, it's simpler than the Twitter live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unofficial yeah, um, vulgar auteurs event. Um. <laughs> I'm on Animal Crossing. Just kidding. But you can email us at uh, vulgarauteurs at gmail.com. We got the one vulgarauteurs at gmail.com. Fuck Not yeah. vulgarauteurs podcast, simply vulgarauteurs at gmail.com. We have a Patreon coming, uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, and we will catch you next time when where's this in the calendar this is just after the guilty right now are we talking gregorian or yeah we're doing a do the the guilty shut up yeah we're doing the guilty next i'm pretty sure before this yeah if well no 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 we're doing the guilty yeah it's 
You're yeah, right. it's gonna go Sean guilty, hot fuzz. Okay. Uh, God, I thought so, we were just uh, doing join us, uh, James Wan movies. Join us next week when uh, we discuss uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And we will see you then. We love you. Bye. You guys, you want to go again? Let's...